Your life is an opportunity. We live deliberately, relentlessly pursuing our goals. We don't settle for mediocrity. We aspire to greatness. We are mindful of the process, but we demand results. We embrace our role as leaders, and we lead by example. There is no finish line. We are leveling up every day until the end. We will win together. Welcome to the Efficient Victory Podcast. And today I'm going to do an episode by myself talking about marriage and relationships, specifically where men go wrong in their relationships. I have been hosting a sex and relationship call for the last year or so inside the Fraternity of Excellence. And uh, I've read a lot of books on relationships. I took my relationship from good to great. And I think I know a little bit about how men and women function in relationships. Um, I have a great marriage today. And uh, I used to have a good one. But I come across a lot of guys who have bad ones. And we can get them to good ones. If they're open-minded, they're willing to look at themselves. They're willing to accept the number one thing. It's a beautiful thing as a man, being a man, you have the ability to change your circumstances uh, in all sorts of facets, you know, whether it's, you know, your own fitness or your own financial situation and in your relationships, you are truly responsible for the relationship you have. It's upon you to create it. So that's actually the first mistake people make is like finger pointing. You know, if things aren't going the way you want in your marriage, in your relationship, and you think it's your wife's fault, um, you're, you're not going to be able to make it better. I'm telling you, there are guys who I talk to and I hear their stories and everyone is responsible for where they're at, including if you made a bad decision and then it's your responsibility to, you know, make a decision to become in a better situation. But as far as uh, specifics, I'm just going to run down through things which are overlap in a lot of the relationships I hear about. Uh, overlap with some of my experience as well and things that I addressed. So the first one is that you're boring and you're also predictable. And one of the problems with this is you might see it as a strength because you see it as being dependable, you know, but, but it's boring. You know, if, if your wife can predict what you're going to do in every situation, what you're going to wear every day, uh, how you're going to act, what jokes you're going to tell, the worst thing you can do for a woman is to put her to sleep and to bore her. And that is going to be a detriment to your sex life, your marriage, and your overall enjoyment. And I see it happen, you know, with guys who aren't bad guys. And, you know, they even look in the mirror and they're like, I'm a catch. Why isn't this working? You know, um, I'm, I'm a high value guy. Well, it, it's possible that, you know, you make a lot of money and you could even be in good shape. But if you're boring as hell like it's not going to work. You're going to have to become a little bit more spontaneous. Um, try to look at it from the other side of the table. Understand what women are looking for, not what you're looking for, but what women are looking for. That leads me to my second point. Because a lot of guys um, don't realize their wife is a woman <laughs> and they actually expect them to think like a man. And then they get frustrated when they don't think in the logical pattern that men do, you know, um, one big mental hurdle that people need to clear, or it's actually just a reframe of something that comes up is often when your wife is in your perception, nagging you or giving you a hard time, 
instead of being bothered and annoyed and like, oh, she's so harpy, you have to look at it that it's cute. You know, she's just being a woman. And it's actually a gift. You know, people talk about shit tests in uh, some of the books and some people like to talk about. And it's how a woman is, is testing you along the way. And the thing is, these are actually a good thing, not a bad thing, even though people want to complain about it. You know, these tests are not intentional for the most part, and they need to happen. It's, it's biological. It's something that exists because um, people and your woman needs to be able to know that you're not full of shit. And the only way to do it is to try to knock you off balance. And when you become reactive and try to explain your position and you get emotional, well, you didn't pass the test. And that's unfortunate. You know, when someone tries to push you off balance and you're standing there because you're sturdy and you're on a rock solid foundation, that's how you pass the test. And this, this extends out into the rest of the world. It's actually not just women, but the world is testing you every day. Can it knock you off balance? Or do you know where you're going? That, that's kind of a preview of the, the last um, message I want to say. So I'll save some of that. But you constantly look to her for guidance. You want to be a man that leads the way. Um, your leadership is actually a gift to your family. And as much as some women might say that they don't want to follow a lead, there's a lot of people that say they don't want to follow the lead. Um, it's bullshit. Um, women want to follow a strong male as their leader of their family. And seeing literally hundreds of relationships, the ones that work the best and the ones that I would be okay with being in there is strong leadership on the male side and it opens up the ability for the wife to be feminine you're if you are always making her make the decisions and taking a backseat or even just insisting on it being equal partner your wife can't be as feminine as she would like to be because you're making her be masculine similar to expecting her to think like a man. You're taking away the ability of the masculine and feminine polarity to take place, which is a necessary ingredient for a good sex life in a marriage. Let me move down the list. You're scared to say no. Uh, avoiding confrontation and walking on eggshells. There's a lot of overlap. I listed them in separate, separate order, but um. If you are avoiding confrontation when you know you should call something out, but instead you sweep it under the rug because you don't want to deal with her mood and you're scared of her, I don't know, giving you the cold shoulder for a couple of days, this weakens you and it weakens you in her eyes and it makes you less attractive. Now, it's not fun to have to go through an argument or a fight, but you have to show like you stand for something and you're not just going to be a pushover and sweep things under the rug and kick them down the road because that's not what a strong masculine leader does. So you're scared to say no. Um, on my list I have, you don't lift. Lifting weights changed my life and it changed my relationship with the entire world, let alone my own wife. Um, it's really tough to explain because people explained it to me before I did it and I didn't get it. Actually, 
I looked at everything that um, I should probably be doing. And I was like, yeah, I'll do all of them besides lifting. Like that, that part's not important. All I can say is becoming physically stronger. Um, the world treats you differently. Uh, I have conversations out in public far more frequently because people want to talk to me because I carry a different stature into a supermarket even. So do not play yourself and think that it doesn't matter. If you're a man, you should, you don't have to be a bodybuilder and you don't have to become the strongest person in the world, but you should be physically strong. You should be able to protect your family from whatever. But when you're out in public, being a little bit stronger, you'll walk straighter, you'll be more confident. You know, the body can lead the mind in this way. If you're having confidence issues or second guessing yourself, but you really commit to a strength program and then you start getting stronger, you see yourself in the mirror and you start to respect yourself more. And this will help a lot of you if you don't lift to start lifting. You're emotionally unstable. You get angry, you drink and you get silly and you can be triggered by her goading you into an argument. I kind of mentioned that one before. The emotional highs and lows, they're feminine. You know, a man has a more steady control over their emotions. They're not so high and they're not so low. So when you're overly emotional, it makes you less attractive and the polarity in your marriage will suffer. <laughs> you treat her like the boss. Uh, I mean, I even hear guys refer to their wife as the boss or I was actually just, um, I was just, shopping for a car earlier today. I was looking at a car and the guy was like, oh, your wife will let you do this. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, happy wife, happy life. It, it's it's real. It's funny because we're in the fraternity of excellence and um, we all know how misguided that thinking is. But um, it, it's not good for overall happiness, not yours. But what people really don't get is not your wife's. When you say happy wife, happy life, that means you're a people pleaser. And you're just trying to make her happy in the short term, by the way. Short term, you're avoiding the argument. Keep my wife happy. If I have a happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life just means I want to avoid arguments and have smooth sailing and I'm afraid to rock the boat. Instead, if you prioritize doing the right things, leading yourself, leading your family, guess who the actual happy wife is? It's the one that can um, be proud of her husband and be proud of her family. Not the one that is like, oh, I have my husband under my thumb, therefore I am happy. That's not how it works. And you're, you're lying to yourself. And not only are you screwing yourself, but you're actually screwing your, your wife. So happy wife, happy life in many ways is an insult to your wife because you don't take yourself seriously enough. There's two more I want to say, and they're, they're all related, but it's pedestalization. You know, I outkick my coverage or, you know, I'm out of my league. She's out of my league. That is absolutely an insult to your wife because let's think about this for one second. What do, who does a woman want to be with to be happy? They want to be with a man they respect. They want to be with a man they admire. They don't want to be with someone beneath them who is reaching up to please them. So if you have outkicked your coverage so badly, what you're saying is your wife has failed in her sexual selection of partner. You know, she should have gotten someone at her level or ideally above her level, but yet she chose you. Um, it, it's cringe. It's pathetic. Uh, stop saying I outkick my coverage. I know you mean it as a compliment. 
as like, oh my God, my wife is so awesome. Uh, she's so much better than me. You're, you're again, not understanding the ramifications of it. You, you have no idea what you're saying and you should really think hard about it. Like, why am I putting another person so far above me? Um, I used to suffer from some of these in various ways. You know, they're all individual. But um, today, honestly, there, I could not meet a person who is out of my league. It would be impossible because what makes someone out of my league? It, it doesn't even make sense. You know, um, we're all human beings. We all have our inherent worth. And no one's above me or out of my league. That doesn't mean I'm above anyone else either. But I'm certainly not going to pedestalize another human being. I might admire another human being and think they're cool. Um, maybe even want to be like them in some aspects and work for it. But don't pedestalize anyone and certainly don't pedestalize your wife. And um, the most important one is you need to be focused on your mission. That, that should be your focus. Instead of focusing on making someone else happy, self-sacrificing to make other people happy, focus on your mission. What is your point in this world? What are you trying to do? What are you going to, what are you going to accomplish? You know, think about your obituary. What did it say in your obituary? Are you working every day to be better, to be improved, to be a better man, to be a stronger man, to be a richer man? Um, there's lots of missions in this life. They're very individualized. But when you focus on your mission and you're doing a good thing and you're building whatever it is, that's where I see the most happy and the most satisfied wives is when their man is lock set on their mission and moving towards it. So that's all I got for right now. It's uh, some things I've seen over and over, um, real life friends I've had for long times and on the sex and relationship calls in the fraternity of excellence, which if you are still listening to this podcast and you're not a member of the fraternity of excellence, you should absolutely give it a shot. Look in the show notes or go to fraternityofexcellence.com. We also have a free Facebook group, The Path to Excellence. I want to thank you for listening today, and uh, we'll be back. Thanks for listening to Men's Victory Alliance. We need your help in spreading the light to other men who need it. Please leave a rating and review so we can grow and get the message out. Follow us on socials and YouTube. We are always working on providing value to the man who is looking to level up and win.